Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Sometimes they're funny and sometimes they're sad. Most of the time they're funny because I hate to be sad. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. Short story bingo. But don't take my word for it. Spare fingers. Yes. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, short story, bingo, our stories, episode 16. I am Nature Cone the third. If this is your first time, welcome. If it's not, the retention program is working. What I do on this podcast is I, on this version of the podcast, at least I talk to friends or folks that I have been following and that's my dryer fucking going around. Um, uh, but uh, talk to friends or those that I'm following uh, and we share stories about, uh, you know, either we first met, um, or uh, I learned more about them. So by the end, um, we might be friends. So welcome to our stories. Uh, thank you so much for uh, the comments last on uh, episode 15 with Chris Holyfield from I Am Salt Lake Podcast. He dropped a bomb of some news on us and um, just very excited for him and his new path with the the new podcast take that he's doing. And we, I mean, we were the first, we were the first podcast that he released that on, um, even though, it's not, it, it got released later <laughs> as far as the news is concerned. So good luck to, to Chris and his new endeavors, of course, uh, still on the same RSS feed. So uh, go to utahrapper.com to receive 20% off uh, all merch that is on the website by using code SSB. This is the merch I'm talking about. This is Abraham Lincoln, and this is bio. So that says Lincoln bio. So that that makes, you know? All right. Um, yeah, it's pretty fucking smooth, dude. Yeah. Um, and that's the sponsor, fucking me right now. So that's how we're working it. Um, with that in tow, man, we are, uh, we're on a roll here, and uh, couldn't be more excited. Right now, we are recording four five days four days removed from uh the warm-up three uh which was the rap battle event that we had for mike masters the battle rap league that i do out here had marv one disaster if any of these names ring a bell to my regular listeners um that would surprise me but um it, this is the, it was an incredible time and still kind of uh, on a victory lap from that but want to say thank you to salt the community and um continuing to support uh, hip hop in that in that fashion man that's a it's a it, it's a niche um in hip hop uh not just in the element of emceeing but just like in hip hop in general like that like battle rap is just a whole nother animal but uh yeah we had that and without further ado i have a very good friend of mine for episode 16 um I, we've known each other for quite some time, and I'm very, very excited to Me actually too. dive into it. Um, ladies and gentlemen, episode 16, Our Stories, Will Wonder Y'all. Thank you. Thanks for having me on. Yeah, hell yeah, man. I'm back on the feed. I was here when we were reading stories, mm-hmm. you know, the original interpretation of uh, short story bingo. So thank you. And we're going to get back to that. I've just been doing these a lot, you know. Yeah, it's great. It, these are fun, but... Um, yeah, that's the first one we did, and uh, I read the N-word off. You sure did. Yeah. yeah. You did. Yeah, I, I honestly, uh, 
Never again, you yeah. know. I, I I read the I I've read other books. I read other books after that, and I just said I'm going to pass on that. Uh, like James Baldwin, I read uh, some excer- excerpts from uh, from his book, and he, I mean it's all over. And I was like, I'm good on that. Yeah, yeah. I'm going to be it's, good. It's a hard pass. It is. A, yeah. It's a hard pass and a hard word. Yeah, uh, yeah. yeah, it is. Yeah. Uh, how you been? Man, I've been good. I've been busy, you yeah. know, have the podcast going. I'm finishing school April 28th. I'll be done with school. Congratulations. Finally, thank you. Um, other than that, you know, just trying to stay somewhat fit, raise my son, you know, have a family life. It's great, man. Yeah. Work, you know what I mean? All that. That's yeah. great. Okay. Um, well, you know the format of this. Yeah. And so I honestly don't remember the first time I met you. I don't either. Cause it, it had to have been in Magna at some point. Yeah. Cause we all had, we had similar circles. The, I was trying to think about this today. The first time I remember having a conversation with you was Oh seven ish, maybe Oh eight. Uh, I had put on a show at the Avalon theater. It was the first hip hop show I put on prior to that. I had been DJing and uh, my, DJ company I had at the time, MAG Entertainment, rest in peace. Yeah, what's up? Um, what up, MAG? <laughs> yeah. Um, we put on that show at the Avalon. It was called How the Lake Was Won. Okay, I don't so, know if I... Uh, MC Anyone was on it, uh, at Adverse, uh, Lump Sum, Jody Joe and his boys. Hell yeah. Uh, I'm forgetting someone. Oh, uh, Lost Tribe was supposed to be on it. They didn't show up. Short still owes me 20 bucks. I was going to okay. say, I don't like how you pointed that last part um, out. But. And then Steady Rock was on it. But this is before me and Steady were a group. Okay. Um, he, they went by the starting lineup. And so, anyways, had done that show. And you and, I don't remember the guy's name, uh, you were with at the time, D Taylor maybe? D Taylor. Okay. Does that sound about yep. right? Yep. So, I went down to talk to you and you were like, hey, we should start doing shows together or, or put on some shows. And that was the first conversation I remember having. But again, we both grew up in Magna, so we had to have, you know, seen each other. Or, you know, I was friends with Rudy in high school, so there's got to be prior to that. But that's the first conversation I remember us having. Really? Yeah. Okay. Um. Honestly, I, oh my God, the, the first time... First off, that makes sense. And, yeah. and shout out to everyone that you just mentioned that, that re, um, Oh, D strong was an, another one. D strong. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of names that, uh, you just mentioned that are, uh, mainstays, uh, you know, in, hip, in our local scene at that time. Um, I was, I'm going to go on a tangent really quick and then circle back, yeah. but I was thinking the other day that, uh, the reason why I'm going to go on the tangent is because you just mentioned all those names. And at the time I was the young kid mm-hmm. um, and rocking like with guys like that, you know, and they were like, Oh, oh geez or whatever. Right. And so I still have that mindset. I, f- I feel um, younger than I am, I mm-hmm. guess, you know, but um, so I, I, I deal with like being looked at as the OG now, like, and I don't, because I've always been the youngest or one of the youngest, you know? So anyway, that's a quick tangent. Um, the first time that I remember the first, the most vivid memory I remember is you guys performing at urban lounge. Mm. You, you and city performing at urban lounge. And like, 
that had to be, or like one that steps jumps out a lot, obviously doing, uh, working together on your, um, uh, album. Right. Um, and was incredible. And yeah. mixtape, excuse me, both of them, yeah, yeah, was incredible. So I I think the ultimate point is from from my perspective that from from jump, I felt like we were like I was good with you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And and then of course put into place that we're both from Magna. Right. And that just I don't know. I think maybe if like people from small towns maybe have it a little bit more than like if you're uh, from LA, I, I can't confirm that cause I'm not from LA. You know, I think, I just think for like a small towns might have a little bit more of a, um, loose camaraderie more than maybe. Oh, for like, sure. Yeah. Maybe yeah. than like from like bigger cities. Cause then you like, if we were both like, Oh, I'm from LA, it turns into like, well, which part? Yeah. You know, rather than I'm from Magna. Okay. Well, yeah. I'm fucking from there too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Between 7,200 West and 90th. Yep. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. No, you were Tooele. No, okay. Well, that's totally different. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, uh, four more teeth. Um, <laughs> so that, that time though. So, okay. So that is something that, Outside of that point, I, I wanted to also touch on how much we both were get, like running in the same lanes. And mm-hmm. like, I think one of the questions that I've been, I've been actually dying to ask you this for quite some time is when you, when you and Steady decided, okay, cool, we're doing the group. And they were called the Strangers, mm-hmm. for those that don't know. And it's so funny that, but, because you bring this up all the time, but their album hood is on Dat Piff yeah. or their mixtape hood. Is it hood? Uh, album is uh, album. The album hood is on Dat Piff. Oh, the album. And hood, the mixtape was on our way to the hood on our way to the and hood was honoring our own destiny. Uh, was what that, and know. it's on Dat Piff. Okay. Yeah, Dat Piff. And it, dude, I mean, that was the era, you know what I no, mean? No, dude, it still is the era. The point <laughs> is, <laughs> um, okay. So when you guys decided, uh, to do that, cool. I want to know, and I don't think we've ever talked about this, but when, why, why even start doing shows and shit? I know you were doing stuff like in high school, Mm -hmm. but why, I guess, why that lane? It's, uh, it's interesting because, I mean, you know, I've always loved hip hop. I always DJed, right? Uh, since I was 16, there we go. That's what this means. Holy okay. shit. We were trying to figure that yeah. out. Yeah, yeah. So DJing since I was 16. And um, it's interesting, man, because one of my best friends, uh, you know him, Chacon, Robert Chacon. He yep. comes on my podcast a lot and we talk football. His cousin had married Steady. And I didn't know Steady one way or the other. And I had another friend who ended up being Mike Castillo. It's all Magna stuff, yeah. if people know these names. Um, his cousins with Steady We're going to well. believe him out, but... Yeah, yeah. Fuck him. Uh, just kidding. It's funny, actually, you bring up Mike Castillo. We're going to... Uh, yeah, here he is. Uh-huh. He's a good guy. Um, but anyways, and me and Steady had met one night, and we, we were just playing cards and bullshitting and chopping it up, and, like, we had a very similar love for hip-hop mm-hmm. and a knowledge of it, like, and, you know, just we talked for hours about it. And he's like, yeah, I rap, I make beats. I was like, okay... You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. And then when I actually heard him, I was like, yeah, that's pretty nice. You know, he's, you're good. But we became close friends, like really, really tight. We did a lot of like we would go to uh, different states together, just kind of kick it. And 
when I put on that show, he wanted to perform, him and KMP. Um, and I was like, well, I'll just obviously DJ for you. Mm-hmm. So we were DJing, or I was DJing, and we would practice because he wanted to be on point, you know, because he knew there anyone was on an adverse put on a, I'm sure he still does, an amazing show, lump sum, like guys that really put on shows. And he didn't want to just kind of show up and be like, you know, sounding stupid. So anyways, I learned all of his lyrics while we were practicing because that's just like, I listen to so much music, you know what I mean? I, from a child till now, I, I remember lyrics that I, it's, it's useless information unless there's like a hip hop jeopardy at some point, but, right. <laughs> um, but anyways, I work on that. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, anyways, I, I learned his lyrics and so I would back him up in the vocals uh-oh. You know what I mean? Okay, so like when he's like going. starting to, when he was rapping, he needed to catch his breath or whatever. I would back him up with whatever word or fill in the word as a hype man, because for whatever reason on that show, KMP didn't end up uh, doing it with us. And then he was like, we should just, we should start a group and just kind of mess around. I was like, yeah, we should. And uh, from that point on, we would, my dad had given me all of his vinyls. I have like, still have them, like 400 plus vinyls, everything from rock to pop to fucking R&B, you know, funk, everything. And um, so we started just digging through my own records and making beats. Um, Like, that's how we got My City. Like, a ton of records was just off of us just hanging out and doing that. Wow. Because to be honest, like, at the time, neither one of us had a decent amount of money. But, you know, and we didn't have kids, so we had time to just kick it and do that. So then we started writing the songs together. We put out a little EP Um, and my boy, Daniel, uh, shout out to Daniel who actually runs jazz nation now. What up, Daniel? (laughs) Uh, he was working with a lot of local like promoters and people that would put on shows here. And he was like, Hey, you guys have, we did like three or four local, small, really small shows. Like lump sum, put us on one. Anyone put us on one. And he's like, do you guys want to try to open up for touring acts? We're like, fuck yeah, we do. Yeah, of you course. Know what I mean? Uh, fucking no. Yeah. So we had just started working on our music. Our first little EP that we had, we didn't even have a name for it. We just had a, the skull on the front of the CD at the time that I would mm-hmm. print at the house. Brisk recorded those tracks with me, Steady, and KMP. And um, we just started doing shows, like, constantly. Like, whether it be local stuff, whether it be for touring like our first big show, we opened up for Guru at Urban Lounge. Jesus. And a lot of the promoters started messing with us because we would sell tickets, you know, a lot of tickets. And uh, they would they would kick us some money from it, but they wanted to have us back because we would bring people to these shows. So Guru from Gangstar, that went to like Nappy Roots, to Jedi Mind Tricks, to D12, Bone Thugs, The Game, Nas, like... I know I'm missing others, but we fell in love with it, you know? And so then we started doing our mixtape and you would, you know, we, we'd reached out to you to be like, are you down if, are, are you cool if we record? Uh, are you cool to record our mixtape? And you were like, of course. So that was a lot of fun. Then we just jumped right into the album after that. But all the while we were still doing shows and um, yeah, man, it was a lot of fun. But I think we as weird as it may sound, I think we did too much too fast and we kind of got burnt out because there, I mean, you remember how it was back in those days. There was a show every week, sometimes multiple. Yeah. And we would be on two of them sometimes. And then it was just kind of like, this is cool, but 
Fuck, I'm tired. <laughs> I'm fucking 24 and tired. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I'm tired as shit, man. Fuck. So, yeah, we stopped doing it, but that that's how we got into it. Just a, a, a mutual love for hip-hop. We became really good friends quickly, yeah. you know, and we just played off of each other so well. We had similar mindsets and the way that we would write the lyrics, the come up with the hooks or sample. Okay. Uh, the, obviously, there's so much I can resonate with there. I I want to know why, like, what, where was your, did you envision fucking being part of a group or some shit? Or were you just trying to DJ? That was the thing. No, I was just DJing. And, like, I, I had always just planned on DJing. Okay, so stop there. Yeah. So that was the plan. Okay. When he asked you, cool, let's do it. Then my next question, because this is so intriguing to me um, for anyone, but when he asked that, like, did you feel any, any pressure or doubt that you're like, okay, no, not at all. I I was more so excited. Okay. Because that, and, uh, how well, you weren't rapping. No, no, no. So yeah. yeah. So yeah. that was so no, easy. Cause for I you. already knew how to do the cuts. I already knew how to DJ and I could back him up. You know what I mean? And I, I took a, a part of like some of the scheduling of these shows as well. Just letting him know, Hey, this is what we got this time. So I kind of did stuff on the back end as well, yeah, yeah. but I would help him write at times. His, his pen was so good though, where he might ask me like a couple scenarios and say, what do you think sounds best? But a lot of times, man, he was just, he was just really good with it. Well, so naturally after that, uh, during, well, even during that time, you were still just doing some, I, we were doing like weddings and shit still and like doing all your other stuff. Like, yeah, yeah. I was yeah. still DJing. I would do the weddings. I would do the, like the corporate events and I wasn't really that early. I wasn't doing a ton of clubs or bars yet. Like yeah. I would do like a one-off, like once a month, but I didn't have anything like lockdown. Okay. So you mentioned a lot of big acts that you opened up for. Have you opened up for said different acts out of state, out of state? Everything was here. Everything's been here. Okay. We never left. Yeah. You've not ever performed in another state. Mm-mm. That's a whole different feeling. Okay. Yeah. So with that, we're, we're, um, when you said that you were burnt out, do you think that you both left? This might be a general question or not a general question, but a, a question surrounding like a, a feeling. Mm-hmm. Um, do you think that you guys left something on the table and, or did you feel that you guys were going to come back to it? Was it initially intended to be a hiatus? And then like, yeah, let's, you know, let's regroup in a couple of weeks. And then that two weeks turned into, Walk me through that. No, it was more so a, we just kind of, okay, so there was never a plan to get back together and make music. We're still, I mean, I see him all the time and we talk all the time, but there wasn't a plan to get back together and make music again. We did some stuff for Brisk uh, and then thought about making music again, but it's just our lives kind of went in different uh, busier directions, you know, him having his, his kids, he went back to school years ago and then finished. I went back to school. So it was like, we were just both busy in other things. Um, but we still joke, not joke, but we talk about, you know, doing songs from time to time. Cause he still, he dusted off the MPC about eight months ago and started making 
beats again. So. Yeah, that's great. Okay. So it was. I do feel like we left something on the table for sure. That's okay. Because I look at like everything you've done. I look at, you know, and I I look at where Emerson is. Obviously, that's a different lane. But those, you guys, Emerson, we were doing shows with all of you. You know what I mean? And and constantly working with you guys. So it's like, yeah, there, there may have been something left on the table. And we always got great feedback from the touring acts too. Like Jedi Mind Trick showed us a ton of love. Be Real showed us a ton of love. Nipsey Hustle, But it's like, I just wish I would have had a clearer head then to be like, well, we don't have to do this every day. Yeah. You know, we can, we can take a week off or two weeks and come back. But our focus was always like, okay, we got to do this. We got to do this. We got to go. We got to do this show here. And we, man, we didn't turn down shows a lot of times. Can I be honest with you? Yeah. I feel like you guys were only around for a very short amount of time. Yeah. Well, in, in the grand scheme of things, 08 to uh, shortly, like 2010, our album came out. We did some stuff into 2011, and then but some, but But some, not a lot. Mm-mm. Yeah, yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It was like a year and a half. Yeah, of constant. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, the reason why I the, uh, wanted to put a... I mean, it's important for me to put a time frame around it to give, like, someone listening who doesn't know you a, right. an idea of, like, how much work you put in, in, let's just say, 18 to 20 months of time. Yeah. And how that... How stressful that could be. And... So it so the reason and another reason why I bring that up is because it was kind of com, it was confusing for a lot for me you know because well, yeah everybody yeah I was like the fuck you guys yeah we're so, we got a show next week yeah, yeah. like what the <laughs> fuck like are but you I guys mean, gonna we, be we, on it we put so much time into it not just the shows not just recording but writing and really really practicing our sets for those shows like if we had a show. I mean, just as an example, say, okay, you're, we're opening up for so-and-so at Saltaire. We have three weeks. Okay, well, number one, we're selling tickets like crazy. And then we're practicing three to four times a night because we don't want to go out there and look like some local acts that just go up and they're like, just sounds stupid. Because that, mm-hmm. you know, there was a lot of them at that time that would be put on the shows, but they never stayed consistent. But they just, they were awful. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, and and uh, we didn't want to be that. So we may not have been out all the time, but we were constantly working on it. Okay. All right. Well, I I want to I wanted to start there because I think it's important. It was a very important for me to understand why it all even happened because we, you and I have not really ever talked about it in yeah. depth. And I respected... I mean, I still do, but I respected so much of what you guys were doing at that time. I mean, Magna, we all we were all we got. So, like mm-hmm. in my head, I was just like, man, like if they're killing it, I'm killing it. You yeah. know, if I'm, uh, um, this is the type of shit that we got coming out of here. Even though it's fucking small ass town, dude, it's like fucking. Yeah. It's kind of weird to. It's not weird. It's just I don't want to um, uh, overindulge on just the smallest place because I. For me personally, like my for, more formidable years, 
I didn't actually grow up in Magna. I grew up in Salt Lake. Like I grew mm. up, I grew up in like Rose Park off the of Third North yeah. when I was in high school. Like I, I went to Judge and mm-hmm. like I didn't hang out in Magna. Right. You know. Well, that's probably why I didn't see you at a at a younger age. Yeah. You know what I mean. But I didn't hang out in Magna at all. Yeah. Uh, that's all. That's all. Where I, I I moved out of Magna for two years in junior high school and lived in West Valley and then we moved back. Um, I, I was in Magna. I was off 72, well, which is like the border between Magna mm-hmm. and West Valley. But even still, like I wasn't, uh, yeah, I wasn't hanging out in Magna. Like, yeah. Um, I grew up all up all up and down 8,000. Like me and my mom moved all the time, but it was always on 8,000. Really? <laughs> on 80th West. Just, yeah, I've lived in like six spots on 80th West. <laughs> <laughs> fucking just live there. Fucking. Yeah, yeah. Um, okay, so where... You and I, I want to segue. The reason why I started with the music piece because I made an album two years ago, two and a half years, three years this year. It was great. Um, before I was, while I was making it though, thank you. While I was making it, um, you and I had a candid conversation, and it was tongue in cheek to some degree, but there was in in jest. There is always a little bit of truth, right? And, yeah. And you were like, and I'm, I'm paraphrasing, of course, um, but you were like, don't ever put shit out ever in your life again. It's what you said to me. I think is, and I think that is verbatim is what mm. you said to me. No, I'm just joking. Yeah. Uh, no, no, you're not joking. No, no, <laughs> no, you're not joking. That is what I said. Uh, um, uh, no, but for real, you're like, uh, to some degree you were just saying like, make sure it's worth it. Or like, yeah. do you think, you know, are you sure yeah. without saying it? Like you, if you're going to put it out, Put your best foot. Make sure. Yeah, yeah. Make because sure I haven't done it. Sure I haven't. Good. I haven't released really an official project since the that first mix it back in like 2010 or right. 11 or some shit. And that meant a lot to me uh, when you had said that. Like in my, I don't know if you know this. You maybe. I don't think. I definitely have not told you. Um, but it was like, it's something that I honestly still think about fucking today while making music. Is mm. like. Is Doug gonna or is is are you gonna um shit on it? You know, are yeah. you like? And so after it, after that album released, and you were like, "Damn, dude, like you did your fucking thing." Yeah. I mean, you said a little bit more for sure, but I was like, "Damn, fuck, I think I did it." You know, I think I I think I'm back to rapping again. You know, yeah. but I wanted to say to you, thank you for um giving me that insecurity <laughs> to, to fucking try to, to ball out on a fucking on songs, dude, because, yeah. uh, it, it, cause it is important. I and mean, after such a long time, like it felt like, I mean, I could rap, but it was like putting concepts together and really making songs. Mm-hmm. I was, I had a lot of doubt, like, yeah. you know, yeah. a lot of doubt. So what would you say, what would you say to, um, any creative mm-hmm. because you were in this spot yourself. Yeah. To any creative, um, outside of just to do it, um, that is stuck in a a six month slump, a year slump. Maybe they've been waiting their whole life, and they should obviously just do it. But what would you say to someone to give them maybe an extra boost that? it is the right time or whatever the case. Right. So I think, um, I mean, that's a, that's a big question. Like I, going back to what I had said to you, 
I just knew how good you could be. And I didn't want you to put out an album if it wasn't the best shit you could put out. Because again, going back from you see yourself as the younger guy still, but you're honestly one of the OGs doing it. And if you're going to put out a bad album, can you imagine? Like people are going to be like, what? Like I know him. He does all of this and he's been in the scene for years, but this is the work he puts out. So that go, that's kind of where I felt. And I, and I wanted to be proud of you as a friend too, but I'm never going to just gas somebody up and bullshit them if it's not good. Um, or if I don't like it, you know, good is all relative to, but I loved your album. So if someone's stuck, I, I would ask them like, do you really want it? Do you love it? Then just keep going. I mean, that's as simple as I can put it. And also sometimes you have to work through things, uh, coming out of like writer's block, coming out of whatever it may be. Just work your way out of it and know that at some point you'll get to where you want to be. Stay consistent with it. Um, you know, you, you talk about me giving you that advice, <laughs> not put out bullshit. I, I owe you the same thing. And I, I've told you this, uh, I wanted to start a podcast for years, right? Since, oh, yeah, since yeah, I stopped yeah, okay. doing music, I was DJing pandemic hits. I'm not DJing anywhere. I have my son as well. You know, I'm at home. A lot of time just kind of while he's sleeping, just being like, what am I doing? I listened to you on the Lake Talk 801 podcast. Shout out to those guys. And you had said, if you want to do something, do it. Like, don't overthink things. Put stuff, put it out to the universe. And if you need to change it up, great. But you're never going to get to that point if you just don't do it first. And I, no bullshit. I was laying it because I have to listen to podcasts to go to sleep because mm -hmm. my wife has to have no sound minus the fucking sound machine that drives me nuts. But I listened to the podcast and I was listening to that. I listened to the whole episode. Like I was like, oh, it's 10 o'clock. I'll go lay down. I didn't go to bed till midnight. And you saying that I was like, I'm going to do this podcast. And I mean, then I started planning and on my birthday that year, 2020, I put out the first episode and I haven't missed an episode at all. Damn, dude. Every week. hundred And, uh, you know, by the time this one comes out, I'll probably be in 120-something area episodes. I just released 118, started the YouTube, getting good traction on that. And I love this. Like, it's been a really great creative outlet for me. Um, because, again, DJing kind of, I wasn't doing it as much because of the pandemic, because of my son being born. But I missed creativity you know what I mean? And uh, because of you, I was like, fuck it, I'm doing it. Damn. And yeah, man, here we are. So thank you. Dude. We owe each other a lot. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> and I feel like that's too much credit, <laughs> at least from your side. Like no. for me, yeah, for sure. But fucking. Um, yeah, I think, I mean, I still feel that way. I, that, that, that just do it thing happened this past, well, uh, for the warm up three when we did the pay per view. Oh. With the live stream. It was four days. It was four days notice. Yeah. And I mean, you know me, Doug. It's going to happen. It's, yeah. It's, I'm going to figure it out. And um, we figured that out. Yeah. You know, it, there was nothing that was going to stop me. I was like. Bro, it was great. <laughs> He's like, dude. I was so happy you did that because I couldn't make it out. Yeah. Like, Fuck. And when I saw that, like, hey, 10 bucks. I'm like, 10 bucks? 
Real yes. quick. Yeah, go ahead. Yeah, okay. yeah. Uh, shout out to the Beans and Rice podcast. They yep. did an incredible job, man. Yep. Good and, team over there for sure. Um, the pay-per-view for that is still available. It'll be in the comments. and it'll, I think we're going to have it up for another three three months or something like that. If you if you haven't watched it, you need it. Ten bucks. I mean, uh, not to mention like all the people, all the guys that are from here and women, the local people. Bro, that Marv one and disaster shit, amazing. Wow. Emerson Kennedy, like it. That's what's so crazy. Thinking about where he's started. Yeah, him showing up to the shows in his fucking the tight. And I say that now, and look at what, what I'm wearing. Yeah, the tightest joints ever. And I don't like these. By yeah, the way, yeah they're comfy though. Lululemon, you know what I mean? It's, I don't like that you said Lululemon uh, either. And his V-necks, and we were like, man, Emer I was. I remember Emerson. I'm like, man, Emerson's so dope, man. He's so good, uh, and he's just a different cat. And then when you started Mike Masters, and he started battling, I was like, this is good. And then it was like a rocket ship. And for him to come back and do that, and the way he performed at that show, oh my God, that motherfucker's—he's a—he's a son of a bitch, dude. He, that <laughs> motherfucker is a, a shooting star, yeah, that dude. Yeah. And he's a—he's a—he's a really good guy, man. Great uh, guy, incredible he, he person. Could, he could be a total like, no, nah, I'm not coming back. I don't give a shit. Him and uh, him and I have a pretty special, yeah. Uh, uh, yeah. He's a, he's just, a great, uh, he, he'll call me out of nowhere yeah. randomly and be like, what did you, what do you, he called me a couple weeks ago late. Hey, do you have a moment? I know you, you have a kid, so you're probably asleep. I'm like, yeah, go always ahead. quick. That's the first thing. Hey, you got a second? Yeah. He's like, what do you think Jordan was thinking? Um, in that 97 finals. And I'm like, you're going to have to expand on that, my brother, but you know, and then we'll have a con and I'll be like, all right, thank you. I'm like, I feel like he's a star and he's calling me asking about what Jordan thought yeah. in a moment. I don't think he's a star. I think he's a piece of shit. Um, <laughs> no, no. Uh, <laughs> the, um, yeah. So the pay-per-view, the, the, what I was going to get back to is, uh, first off, shout out to Emerson Kennedy. Fucking does shit. Um, the, I just did it. So like that continues like to this, that's yeah. like something that doesn't stop. Like I, I can, I mean, I've been working out six days a week, like, uh, for the past nine weeks, mm. uh, I've lost 11 pounds. Nice. Um, and I don't talk about it because I don't, I don't need to, Yeah. you know, I just want to make it, make it happen. So yep. we wake up like four forty-five, five o'clock in the very morning, get about an hour, hour, 20 minutes of workout in, but it's like, I wanted to make that change. So Did I you just flex your pecs when you said that? No, it was on accident. Okay. <laughs> Dude. Run it back in the but I yeah, fucking you'll see can, it. Dude. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I know. Well, yeah, I saw it. I did. Yeah. What is dude, this guy? It is, fucking is this guy stunting on me? Look at that. Look at the forearms, dude. Get the fuck out of here, <laughs> bro. Um, fucking Eddie Guerrero, dude. Right it here. is muscle memory, dude. Get the fuck out of here, Egg. It is muscle memory. Uh, dude, my number was forty-five, Egg, for fucking Judge Memorial running back, Egg. Yo, I fucking dude, no bullshit. I fucking, I I leg pressed almost a thousand pounds, egg, when mm -hmm. I was seventeen. Yeah, forty eight yards, one touchdown, his senior year. Dude, yeah. I did too. <laughs> hey, you know what else, egg? No, I just play it. Um, uh, the, so to go back to that though, no, it is it is important to 
No, uh, I have you ever heard of um, uh, uh, I've, I've mentioned him on this podcast before, Neville Goddard. Neville Goddard. Mm-hmm. Have you read his books? No. Okay, um, I'll send you a couple links after we're done here. Um, but there's a couple audio books that I would love for you to just take a dive into. Two and a half yeah. hour books, thirty uh, like a forty minute book. It's they're very very quick. Okay. You know, since you listen to podcasts anyway, do you listen to audio books? Yeah. Okay, so you do that. All right, yep. great. Um, there's um. Everyone knows this, and I'm going to keep saying on a different podcast, by Florence Shin is the game of life and how to play it. Mm. And uh, it's it is it uh, changed my life okay, uh, for the better probably about 10 weeks ago. I mean, when I was just like, dude, what the fuck am I doing? I'm already doing well on this path of what, I, what I've been tended and envisioned, envisioned to do. And now it's time to, like, really take and harness my energy. And I've been doing that. And then... Um, Neville, uh, Neville, um, yeah, Neville Goddard has a, a bunch of, um, books, uh, I can't think off the top of my head, but, uh, point is, um, I'm going to send you some links just so, um, you can tap into that, yeah. but it was important for me, uh, to ask you about, or talk to you about that piece, uh, in my timeline for that album, because I didn't have a lot of confidence about doing that. And, um, you, that, that was a, that was a, that was a piece that was a spark for me. So I wanted to tell you that. So I appreciate it. And it's, um, it was, I know it was all in, in, uh, love. It wasn't, it was nothing at all. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I mean, you, we go back far enough and we, you had done so much for us recording that album and supporting constantly where I was, I would never bullshit you. You know what I mean? And I, I told you DKM is, it's still one of my favorite songs. Like, I'll still play it. Dude, thank you for that. Can I tell you something about DKM? Yeah. So, what? Uh, first off, if you guys don't know, the song he's referring to is called D- DKM. It's me. Uh, it's an acronym for Don't Know Me. And I also fucking have a lot of acronyms. Um, <laughs> the point is... Yeah. Yeah, yeah, he does. And I fucking don't like it. Uh, Minus that one. <laughs> uh, uh, after that song came out, I mean, when you listen to it, like I was in a really uh, different place, you know, Mm -hmm. mentally. And, um, I had a very difficult time listening to that. Uh, my sister loved that, loves that song. Like, Mm -hmm. I mean, to the degree of like 10 times in a row still to Mm -hmm. this day type of shit, you know? And, um, I had lived with her about a year ago and, um, I was just like, man, fuck, let's just change this shit. You know, fuck. Because I was just like. It seemed, it sounded like a depressing song to me at, at, at that time, even though it's fucking not at all. So my whole perspective about it has changed in like the last four months mm. or so. Like it is such an uplifting song. Yeah. It is like, it is, uh, the last, like I have, I, I don't have, I, I don't have zero problem listening to it. I almost cried to it like fucking a month ago. Like I was just listening to it. I was like, damn man, I was, I was like talking to you. Like I was just, talking to myself like this is what what i like you don't know what the fuck i've been through you know mm-hmm. and uh running all these red lights hunting for some insight gun in my lap and i know that isn't a fair fight you know like you can fucking make it out the dark man yeah you know and uh that's just the tangent i had i hated the song <laughs> i mean i loved it when i first dropped it and i loved the video when it first dropped and then it just got overplayed for me mm. you know yeah, even I, though I mean, a lot I of people still, i still listen to it yeah you know what i mean that's me (laughs) but that's and my (laughs) sister and fucking 
other people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, uh, it's a great song. It really is. Um, so what do you, so now you're on, uh, you know, podcast journey, been on it for, for a good hot minute here and almost two years, uh, 120, what's how many weeks are in a year? 52, mm. 53 weeks in a year, 52, 52. So a little over two, two years. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what, what, um, what is a big motivating factor for you to, for these next like 80 episodes to up to a two to up to 200? Do you, and how do you measure those benchmarks for yourself? Like where you're going to start switching things up again, or like, you're going to be like, Hey, this is the model for the next 50. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Everyone's different. Yeah. So like the, for those who don't know, on the podcast, I'll the talk. Will Wonder podcast. Will by Wonder the way, Pod, yeah, I intentionally waited this long to do that because I just wanted to talk yeah, to you. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll t- I talk sports and music, mostly hip hop. This year, I'm celebrating um, hip hop turning fifty. So every week, I'm doing something for that. But um, to answer your question, I wanted to wait a while and build up my audience before I did really any YouTube video stuff because I I love having conversations and, and listening to people have conversations. I'm, I'm the type of person that most times I generally don't consume podcast, watching them on YouTube, listen to them while I work. And I know people do that, but when this year came, I said, okay, I want to start, I want to grow my YouTube channel and I want to be able to have interviews like this strictly for that. I'm going to have some other stuff, some specials, some shorts, like random stuff like that. And then I'm going to have the podcast every week where I'm still talking music, still talking sports because I love basketball and football. I love them. Basketball was one of basketball and hip hop. My first two loves, right? Four or five years old. Um, Now going forward, there's things that I want to do and there's, there's different benchmarks I want to hit, but I understand that you have to stay consistent and you have to keep doing it. And again, you always have to put your best foot forward because you really don't know who's listening or who's watching or who could come across it. So like, let's say I'm having a bad week, you know what I mean? And I'm, I'm so, I'm putting out these episodes weekly. So I know I have to put out an episode. I got to find a way to put out something that people will want to listen to, regardless of what the fuck's going on with me. Um, or let's say NBA slow or whatever it may be. I need to find a way to get people's ears so that they want to come back, but then also share it with others. And again, keeping that going to where, oh, maybe, um, and then this is, you know, like kind of ultimate goal type of thing. Maybe someone like the ringer, someone at the ringer hears it. Oh, let's, let's give him a shot. You know what I mean? Something yeah. to that effect. Um, that's kind of the, the plan within the next year. Grow that YouTube also be able to just highlight people that uh, I have relationships with that are friends or people that I think deserve to be highlighted doing cool things for the city or whatever it may be. So that was very long winded answer. Yeah. I don't like it. Um, <laughs> no, the, well, <laughs> we are at 40 minutes. Uh, yeah. No time to go. Thanks for watching. Well, no, it is. It's a great answer. I think, I think I want you to, I think I want to dive deeper into that though, because I, I'm curious to know what, you know, why. So like I have separate part, 
this is like the our stories portion of a podcast, but short story bingo is just mm-hmm. me reading and yeah. like me being in a vacuum. Yep. And like just fucking off, you know? Mm-hmm. And um but reading, there's some some stories that are very, you know, they're that are very more a lot more serious and I don't I don't fuck around. Yeah. Um for for the the difference between the video, what's the cadence? Uh yeah. So the the YouTube interviews those would come out bi-weekly. So bi-weekly where the the actual podcast is weekly. Yep. Yeah. Weekly and it's always going to come out weekly. I'm not even when I was out of the country I had shit ready to go. I came back, recorded the intro and outro, put it out. You know what I mean? I never I'm not going to miss. Yeah. Um great job by the way. Thank you. Cuz that does take a lot of effort and um Man, dude, sometimes you just uh, hey, for real, not even joking around. Sometimes I, you just don't want to do it. Yeah, for real, just uh, like sometimes I just don't want to do it. Like, because so, people get caught up in this. Um, uh, people and I'm people. I get caught up uh, in in like celebrities or like people like creatives and like, oh man, they fucking miss the time frame and then forget that they're human beings and shit. And like mm-hmm. regular shit happens. And their life is occurring. and oh, no doubt. You have to prioritize um, everything. I've gotten to the point where I write down what I'm going to do for that day, especially during the week with actual work. You know what I mean? That actually pays me. Yeah, yeah. Not the podcast. Um, and then also, you know, I mean, I have a son. He's five. I'm married. And there's a lot of things in life that you have to do as well. But I make sure I devote a certain amount of time to the podcast because I, at the end of the day, that's what I want to do. I want to find a way to make money off of this and have this be my job or parlay into a job that I want rather than, you know what I'm saying, just being in tech the rest of my life. Yeah, I get (laughs) it, man. No, I get it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But but I continue. Yeah, continue. I say all that to say, um, yeah, you can get burnt out, similar to what me and Steady did. But I I I I see a different path with this than I did with rap. Just to be honest, you know what I mean. Of course, I loved I loved doing that. But this, I really really love doing it, and it's fun, and I love. Someone says, oh, I like this part about that episode or, oh, my friend put me on the air episodes or whatever it may be. You know, I listened because you had so-and-so on and I haven't stopped listening since. It's just it's just cool, man. And I I really, really do love it. And luckily, I have a wife who understands that I love it and, you know, grants me time and and supports me in it as well. And, you know, like right now, takes care of my son. <laughs> yeah. You know what I'm saying? And he's a handful. You saw him. You know yeah. I mean? You came over and saw how crazy he is. Yeah. He, <laughs> yeah. No, he's a fucking sweetheart. Yeah. yeah. But, um. But he is a handful. Yeah. Not, <laughs> he you know, he's five. You know <laughs> I mean? Um, but yeah, I just, I, you have to prioritize everything and put the energy into what you want. And, you know, you have, uh, I don't know if you've ever shared the news on here about your, okay. So yeah. So, you know, you have a child coming and you're going to, things change and everyone says that shit. Oh, it's going to be different. And you're like, before you have it, you're like, Oh yeah. Okay. But it's going to be different. And I can't thoroughly explain it to you until it happens. And then you're going to be like, all right, I get it. Yeah. Keep going. Well, look, I got to fucking check this because someone just called. Okay, cool. All right. Um, (laughs) 
Yeah, of course it's going to change. I do, I just don't know what it's. What, I don't know what that is yet. I don't and, know. And I, and again, I can't explain it to you until yeah. and and when. I don't know, man. Being a being a father is the coolest, most um, nerve wracking, beautiful, scary shit you can do, and all in one package. You know what I mean? And I'm telling you, once you hear that first cry as soon as that baby's born it's going to be the most beautiful sound you know what i mean better than any song you've ever made better than anything you've ever heard and you're never going to forget it and everything you're going to do from that point forward is because of that kid and um that's I, I, that that goes into why i do the podcast too because i i i if anything if nothing comes from this if I don't make money off this, I don't get a job. I'm still in tech in 30 years, whatever. Jesus Christ, if that's the case. Please don't put that into yeah, the fucking yeah, yeah. universe. But <laughs> my son will be able to go back and at least listen to this stuff or see it. But I want to m- make him proud that I was able to create something and make a living off of it for our family, for us, you know, and and did it in a way where it wasn't like cheap and and lame like a lot of people get on because they put out content that's like stupid crazy i'm trying to just put stuff out where i'm highlighting people having good conversations talking about stuff that i love Hmm. but yeah when you have that kid bro it's i mean it's just there's i appreciate what you just said about like that you want to make your son proud and like that's a big thing that's been tapping in for myself about anything that I do. Cause I'm like, man, there's yeah. like, like, I just want him to know like that his, his dad is industrious. Like his, because I, he's going to end up, I mean, being somewhat similar, no matter what. Yep. I mean, uh, <laughs> because my, my dad's the same way. My dad's always doing something, yeah. you know? And I got that, you know, from him, I didn't think watching my dad, I fucking hated going to and fucking construction when I, I mean, it was like jobs that my dad would take because he was, he is a master carpenter mm. and he would do, he would work his regular job and then we would go with him and fucking build a deck. I mean, he would build a deck and yeah. we'd fucking bring him nails, you yeah, know? Yeah, yeah. And I just thought it was the worst thing ever, but he fucking loved it, yeah. you know? But at the same time, hindsight's twenty twenty. I was like, damn dude. Like I think about it and I'm like, man, this guy was like, the shit, man. This mm-hmm. guy was like, he got, he felt like he knew everyone. And I started appreciating that into my later teen years. And because of like how I saw how much different like volunteer activities I was even doing up to that point, like he was all, he was very instrumental and in all that. So I'm getting to that. I want, so like, even if let's say that, Actually, I'm not going to put this in the universe. Let's say you make when you make it. Yeah. Um, for if it happens to be in ten years or even five years or fucking tomorrow, um, when your son is like ten years old, twelve years old, fifteen, all that, and he goes back and he starts listening for real, for real, and um, he's gonna. I just I'm gonna tell you why this, and you, I know that you'll feel the same thing. He's going to fucking feel proud as shit, and he's going to be able to tell his buddies, like, yeah, my fucking dad does this, da-da-da. And the reason why I say that is because I still brag that my dad won a fucking bowling tournament when he <laughs> yeah, went, really? like, yeah. when, like, in 1983. Yeah, yeah. And it was the only one he ever did. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, my dad bowled, dude. Like, <laughs> yeah. he was the shit, eh? <laughs> And I still bowl with his ball. 
Ooh. Yeah, yeah. Wow. Pause. But uh, hey, no. Um, as I'm holding it like this, hey, don't put your hand out like that. <laughs> yeah, by the way, just you it. could just say it. Fucking. Um, <laughs> uh, 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 but I, you know, like you're just proud of shit like that about your yeah. parents because, like, that's you, you know, that's your, you know, your fucking line. Yeah. Uh, so I, I want my, um, I just want to show them. I just want to be able to show them like that same don't ever give up attitude and like yeah. the like good work ethic and um, lean into your creativity and be the just be you, son. Just yeah. Be you because dad's being him. Yeah. And I would not. I, I'm not. I'm not going to let that be compromised, and I'm not going to compromise that for you. You mm-hmm. know. So absolutely. Do you think that do you did your dad or do anything like that? You're still proud of him that he was like, dude, that was a blip on the fucking radar. I just think about my dad and like how good of a father he was. Like my parents got divorced when I was like in first grade. Okay. Right. <clears throat> and but my dad was always there he didn't miss anything he was you know and he didn't he he had moved uh out to you know it's not far by any means but he worked out at the uh Tooele army depot and so he moved out there just because it was closer to to stay out there but he would he never missed anything man and um i can't imagine how hard that would be like to not be with your son all the time like i can't imagine not being with my son you know what i mean when I was with him, he made sure like we were having a fun time. We, we did whatever video games, Barbie, like it was simple stuff, right? He didn't have a ton of money, but he always made sure like I had a fun time. I loved being with him. He taught me a lot. Uh, and he still does to this day. He teaches me a ton, but it's, he just showed me how to be a good father. And, uh, I think that's what I'm most proud of him about. He did a lot of funny and cool shit. He introduced me to all kinds of music that I still love to this day. You know, again, those 400 vinyls he had given me, but even just stuff he was playing in the house. But as I get older, I just think like, man, he was a good fucking dad, you know, and again, still is. And it's funny now when he comes out, us being the ages we are, he's, he's uh, 69 years old now. Same with my dad. Yeah. Yeah. And he'll, he'll just tell me stories. And I love those moments, like stories of him going to a concert in 1972 and paid five or three dollars to see the who, you know what I mean? Or whatever it may be, the guess who and all the shit he used to get into as a young, you know, him. Yeah, yeah. Just- <laughs> and it's like as a kid, you never think about your parents doing crazy shit and the stories he tells, the stories he shares and the memory he has for stuff when he was younger. It's it's crazy, but yeah, I think the thing again I'm most proud about him is just how good of a dad he was and is. Dude, see, like my son's like I think about that too. Uh, like when my dad says crazy shit, I he is definitely not so, said everything either. I, <laughs> oh no, yeah, dude, there's there some you like yeah, so, dive into that. A little yeah, bit. sometimes yeah. my dad will let something slip. We went to he was here just recently for my son's birthday, and me, him, and my br- older brother went to lunch. And, you know, we had a couple of beers and he said something about an old neighbor lady and I, I like that that lived next to him and my mom before I was born. And I was like, say that again. He run that back. She did what? Hey, run that back. Not like it matters. I mean, they're divorced, you know. Yeah, what I'm yeah. <laughs> and she was bad. <laughs> yeah. <dude. Fuck. laughs> 
right. That's pretty much what it boiled down to. The way she looked up, you know. <laughs> <laughs> What'd you say? What'd you what'd you say? At the sun or what? And what are you talking about? <laughs> nah, you know what I mean. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. That but uh, yeah, so how important is it um because you you spoke about this. You spoke about how you want to like make sure the case stay consistent and the content is is as uh, as much of a variable as possible to stay interesting and to keep your creative juice flowing. What is your message behind the old adage of um, do your best even when no one's looking? I, I, for, for me, again, it just goes back to, you don't know who's listening. You don't know what episode could fall into somebody's hands and someone says, Hey, check this out. And that's the one they listen to. That's the, what they judge you off of. You know what I'm saying? So like it has, everything I put out has to, I, I have to feel good about it. And if I don't, I mean, I haven't yet. I'm just going to be real. Like if I don't like something, I'll stay up late and re-record it or edit it or do whatever I need to do. Um, but I just, I, and I can't imagine not being in a room and you're being judged off of something you put out and you put out something that wasn't, you didn't put your all into and that's what they hear or that's what they see. No, we're going to pass on that. You know what I mean? Because it, that's your ch- ch- chance. Yeah. So you're saying don't squander the opportunity. Don't, um, yes, go for it. It's good to plan though a little bit. Oh, I, I th- of course. Yeah. I, I, I mean, I have just, in my, would my, you say episode? Let me before actually let me say, ask, say this as a, ca- a caveat. Episode one compared to episode one eighteen. Oh, I mean episode one was just me not one hundred percent knowing. Uh, no, no, no. Hold on, hold on. Okay. Episode one to episode one eighteen. Would you be comfortable playing episode one in front of a boardroom as much as you'd be comfortable comfortable with playing one eighteen? No. Okay. So I'm going to go back to my point then, and I want you to lean into this, mm-hmm. is that we go back to like the just do it piece. How important is it to, after that just do it piece, to actively, you, you mentioned it, how much do you love this? Do you love it? Is it like, do you care that it gets better? Mm-hmm. You know, how active have you been? And it goes back to my initial question. How active have you been? and your love for this and to get to a place where it's better. And to, at this point you're at a different level where now the focus is if someone hears this, I want to make sure that it's quality material. When at episode one, Mm -hmm. you were like, dude, I just want to get this off the ground. It's a different energy, right? Yeah. Okay. So that's what my question is. How important is that piece to just continue to do the best you can, even when no one's looking. Think about, um, any, any basketball player we idolized, Kobe Bryant, Michael Jordan, whatever. Emerson Kennedy just called me, by the way. Oh, Keep going. Um, think about how much work they put in, put in constantly to be where they are, how, where we know them, what we know them for. Like going back to, do you love it? Do you want this? 
I constantly work at it, constantly try to come up with different ideas. I go on different shows to try to sharpen my skills and just having conversation, trying to um, stay sharp, really. You know what I mean? Because if I'm just sitting there in my in my studio office and I'm recording and I'm only talking to myself, people don't want to listen to that unless I can make it conversational. There's a lot of great people out there, guys that I listen to all the time, that are really, really great in what they do solo because it feels like you're sitting there with them on the couch bullshitting about sports or whatever it may be. You, I think you always have to practice, always consistently have to get better in what you're doing. And, uh, yeah, I mean, that first episode, it was wanting to be able to just get going because you told me to just do it. <laughs> yeah, did. because yeah. you're supposed to. Exactly. You have to. There's always a starting point. Kobe Bryant wasn't Kobe Bryant when he was six years old, you know what I mean, or whatever it may be when he started hooping. We all know Michael Jordan's story. We all know the different athletes that have, I mean, Giannis, guys who now run the league, when they first started, they couldn't do it. Like, they weren't good at playing basketball. A lot of MCs aren't good when they first start rapping, and if they say they were, they're full of shit. DJs weren't good. I was ass when I first started DJing. Still are. Um, <laughs> I, knew, I, knew. I knew. I knew. I knew. I fucking knew and I knew it. You know what I mean? I'm trying to be motivational. No, keep shit. No, but, uh, but, um, but no, you're never, you're, you need to constantly work on your craft, constantly get better. Know that there's, you have an end goal in sight and work towards that. Now that end goal might change. You might reach that end goal at some point and be like, I think I can do more or I can branch out into this or that. But you you just try to stay on your game. I I used to all, you know, growing up, playing ball, you go to practice. You practice. Why are we practicing? Why are we going through this fucking play for the 38th time? To get you prepared for when it does happen, you already know what you need to do. You know what I mean? Yeah, of course. No, that, see, so I, I wanted to get to the, the main point and you just hit it and I want to – fucking lay it out to easily play a foundation is that there is always another so progress is the goal Mm -hmm. progress is the goal progress is the goal let's not ever lose sight that progress is the goal it's a hell of a snap by the way yeah (laughs) that i that is a fucking crazy snap picture came off the wall yeah that is a crazy snap (laughs) um so when you okay it doesn't matter which level you're at. The The point is progress. Mm-hmm. And so progress looks different at different levels. And so the level that you're at right now, it's incredible to see what your next benchmark is. Yeah. Because at, at episode one, your benchmark was like, oh, fuck, let's get to episode five. five. Yeah, yeah. Honestly, yeah. for real. Like, does it, is it, do I like it? You know, all that mm-hmm. shit. Now you're at 118. You're like, cool. I'm like sitting down now. I'm actually in this. I'm mm-hmm. riding the wave. All right, let's try this. Yeah. Let's try that. Let's try this. But the point is progress. Yep. So if there's anything that um, you guys have taken from this whole podcast, it's uh, obviously my um, my respect level for, for what uh, Will Wonder does. And um, our our fr- history and friendship runs deeper than any sort of podcast and, and all that. Um, I've, I've been a big-time supporter of, of his for such a long time, and I'm mm-hmm. so happy to – um, have you on on this part of the yeah, of short story bingo? Sure. 
Because I've been doing this for a while, like not just short story bingo, but I did Synchro's Pod Show. Right. I was doing fucking podcasts back in 2014, and it just didn't stay consistent. And yeah, but it was like something I was like, man, I want to fucking do that before everyone else does. Uh, at least in like our little hip hop community, yeah, you know. Yeah. And I'd say I I at least have like I I at least started before ten other people, you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and um, the point. Thank you so much for stopping by. Oh, man. thank you. Thank you. I um, appreciate it. Is there any, what would you like to tell people out there like about after and then give your socials and stuff like that too, yeah. but just like a, a parting message before we do a part two, because we only touched on this. We haven't even touched on a bunch of other shit. Right. Right. I mean, I think just the thing that I love about this is like you just said, we're really good friends despite podcasting despite uh music i mean let's not hip-hop brought us together and that's that's one reason i i celebrate hip-hop so much is because i you know it's granted me uh so many great relationships in life long-lasting friends lifelong friends you know what i mean um but i would say if you take anything from this it's just to be focused on what you want to do if, if you don't feel like you're in the right space or you're trying to tweak things or it's like, uh, I don't know if this feels like I should do this, but you truly have a love for it and a passion and you want to do it, then like my guy said on the fucking Lake Talk 801, just just do it. Just put it out there. Let it live. You can, you can change things up. You can... Uh, maybe it doesn't work and you want to do something else. That's fine, but you never know if you don't fucking try it. So just... In the words of uh, my guy Gabino, just I think he said, "Just fucking do it, dog. Just do it, dog. <laughs> just, just fucking do it, just dog. Fucking do it, eh?" Um, but yeah, that that would be it, man. Like, uh, thank you for having me. I've, you know, I'm a fan of yours too, as you know. On a, on all levels, your podcasting, your music, what you're doing with Mike Masters, it's beautiful. Thank you. Uh, it's great for the city as well. And as much as you don't want to be, you are an OG to a lot of these guys you know what i mean and it's it's dope to see the next generation mm-hmm. i love seeing jay villain i love seeing glocko i love seeing these guys and how much they love doing it yeah you know what i mean it 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 feels like us and not even just with battle rap just everything music they got a lot going on yeah, yeah. and it just feels like us back then and it it, I love seeing that and I love that you're a part of it and you're able to kind of show them maybe mistakes that you've made, right? Things that you would have done differently, but also help elevate them, especially with Mike Masters. I, I'm I'm very proud of you wow. for bringing that back, doing it. And bro, it's, it's, it feels big. You know what I mean? It just feels huge. And, um, it's because it is. Yeah, I just I want to keep supporting you through that, and uh, I, I'm excited to see where you go with it. Again, things will change once your little man gets here, and it all goes to prioritizing what you need to do, working on shit when the baby's sleeping, because it's a wild time when you have that baby. Um, and obviously, you know, you take some time off with your child because there's, you you don't get that time back. And, uh, it's a, it goes so fucking quick. My dad used to say that shit all the time. Uh, wait, you know, time goes fast. And then when I had my son, like, I can't believe he's five. You know what I mean? It's weird. So make sure you 
take in those moments with your child. Make sure you're there for your child. Um, obviously, you have my support. If you need help with anything that I can help with, I'm always here. Uh, but, yeah, it's, I don't know. I went on a whole little, like, side tangent there. But, but man, I just appreciate this. I had fun. We'll do a part two at some point. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, you know. And socials. Socials. Uh, at the Will Wonder Pod on Instagram, at DJ Will Wonder on Twitter. YouTube, please. Hey, listen, listen. Yeah, get in if there, dude. One get fu- in there, if dude. there's one fucking thing you do dude, at dude, all. Get this, in there, dude. If you enjoyed my banter with my friend Gabino, Nate, Synchro, whatever the fuck his name is. Dude, I have year, a good name, dude. <laughs> the Will Wonder Pod on YouTube. Subscribe. I have a lot of really fun interviews with interesting people in Salt Lake City that are doing stuff that are that it's just going to they're going to blow up they're going to leave here and I would love for you to say oh I heard about them first on the Will Wonder Pod obviously when my guy Nate Gabino Synchro comes on um awesome. you already know about him when he joins the podcast when I interview him anyways the Will Wonder Pod on YouTube at the Will Wonder Pod on Instagram and DJ Will Wonder on Twitter that's all I got. Bang, man. Fuck, dude. My guy. Thank and you. Yes. Yeah. The jersey swap. Yeah. So this is uh shout out to Joe Baca. Shout out to Joe Baca. <laughs> For real. <laughs> yeah. Uh lump sum. I mean, it's all hip hop, man. Yeah. Again, uh, special relationships. Um I actually have, yeah, I have, uh, this is going to be my second one. Well, you have the one with the. This on the front. Yeah. The front. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. That's Appreciate you. Thank you. One more time. I like this joint right here on the, yeah. Yeah, thank you. Got the hoodies, too. I should have worn my hoodie, but you know what I mean? I am thought I'd do something a little different. I'm always in my own stuff, and I was too. like, well, I'll take a break. Yeah, me too. I'm wearing the Marv 1 hat because he was just out here, too, for the warm-up three. Just battle disaster. Guys, what the fuck are you doing? If you like battle rap, you should get this pay-per-view for Even real. Even if you don't bucks. like battle yeah, rap. Yeah, if you don't like. Yeah. <laughs> it was fucking great. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't the BNR guys kill it? They did great, yeah. Uh, I, I the, the one thing I said to Beefy, because we worked out the next yeah. day, I was like, could you not read what I was writing? Because, you know, I took shots at Beefy like I did. Oh, yeah. You know what I mean, and he was like, no, I couldn't. It was just Alice. Okay, well, let's work on that next time. Yeah, we're going to work on <laughs> we're gonna work on a couple different things. But I thought that they fucking knocked it no, out. No, they of the did park. a great job. And I'm going to be honest with you. Um, I th- I, I'm not mad at doing like a four panel. Uh, f- like, even I've been asking Dre if he wanted to fucking do that. And I think we talked about it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Dre has. Um, Four jobs, three podcasts. No, he's he's yeah yeah no. I, yeah, of course no. Um, shout out to Dre. Rocco. Shout out to Dre Rocco. Well, you might you might be able to help out with sometime yeah, on the commentator show, but it's in good hands with the Bins and Rice podcast. Yes. Short story bingo episode sixteen. My name is Nature Come Third with my boy Will Wonder. Thank you guys for so much support, and that's how we're ending it. Peace. Peace. Dun, dun. Spare fingers. Yes.